This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Semi G. Once again, all alone in the studio, Ray Gunn couldn't make it. Hey, how you doing, Ray? Just silence. Uh, but joining me via internet magical magicalness, he is Mr. CPW. He is a member of the gun cabinet. He is Mr. JK47. Hey there, Sammy. Can you just call me Mr. Dependable? Mr. Dependable, yeah. I'm not some people looking at the empty microphone. Uh, so yes, just the two of us tonight, which means that we can actually talk wrestling. Uh, we got a little bit in last night for our Christmas, or last week, I should say, for our Christmas special. Aptly named Christmas Chaos. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. So tonight we'll have the intellectual discussion that um, our fans have been dying to hear. An actual recap on the year that was. Uh, but yes, shout outs to Rosie Rood, to. Uh, Ian slash the big angry man uh, to Ryan Zero of the gun cabinets. Totally didn't just stop the recording because I used his real name. <laughs> no, no. Something like that would not happen at all, ever. Of course not. Consummate professional. And if Reagan was here, yeah. he would not make any references to my unprofessionalism. No. 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 He certainly wouldn't. And... Insert his real name here. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure for that I would just get a giant middle finger if uh, fr- from him. Yeah, yeah. I knew this girl at school one day called. You know, her name was Regan. But anyway, that's a different story for a different time. Um, yes, but massive thank yous to 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 like you say to Rosie, to Ryan Zero, and well to the ever lovable Ann Nesley. Uh, yes. So we have had a discussion, uh, and came up with discussions uh, have been had. Yes. Some topical points looking back on 2021, the year that was, uh, I, I kind of want to call it a year of two halves cause COVID kind of well, yeah. ruined everything. Well, that's very, you know, Poetic you said that because the first half of the show is going to be de- dedicated solely to talking about COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. First, we had the original outbreak. Uh, no. Back Just in kidding, 2020. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Back when the dinosaurs roamed the land. <laughs> See, that- and wrestling shows were plentiful. <laughs> That's a valid point, though. Maybe with all of the global warming. COVID was just dormant in the ice, and because it's slowly melting, it's released itself. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what it wasn't actually the media that killed the dinosaurs. That's a really good point. It was COVID. Mm. Wasn't expecting that on a wrestling show. No, no, wow. Um, 
hey, we've got to be famous for something. <laughs> we discovered the origins of COVID. Wrestling podcast discovers the origins of COVID in throwaway joke yeah. point. Yeah. Next week, our guest will be Jim Cornick dis- oh. discussing the laws of physics. <laughs> and now I'm just picturing him falling from that scaffold and the whole angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Perhaps we could get Sid Vicious in for his thoughts as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in all seriousness and uh, looking at wrestling here in New Zealand, uh, sadly, Auckland has not had a lot to do this year. <laughs> no, I certainly haven't. Um, I actually feel for those bastards. Um, they may be Jaffers, but they don't deserve that. Um, and unfortunately, there's a lot of wrestlers we all use up in Auckland. Um, and and they're unavailable at the moment. Um, you know, we're at uh, our last CPW show, and um, there's a certain saviour who shall remain nameless. He messaged me a couple of times during the show going, I wish I was there. What are you doing? <laughs> Do a video call, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's sort of been hard on everybody. Um, it's been from a promoter's point of view, it's been really, really hard this year. Um, but you can only imagine what it's like for the the Auckland guys. Um, CPW is really, really fortunate that it doesn't have a training school, so we don't have that cost. But a lot of the ones up in Auckland do, um, and. Hey, being in level three or four or whatever they were in and then red, you know, the traffic light system red, um, means they can't train. If they can't train, you can't have people paying fees and if you can't have people paying fees, then you can't pay the rent. So you can't subsidise it from shows because there, there are, are no shows. shows. So, yeah, sort of the catch-22 and... Um, um, the government needs to probably have a look at how the, what they determine as a sustainable business because, um, yeah, some wrestling promotions don't actually meet their requirement. They don't make enough money, you know, but they're providing a service. They're providing, you know. Entertainment for the masses. That's, yeah. But we're not here to discuss the internal workings of the Inland Revenue Department. Um, I'm just picturing a hamster in a wheel. <laughs> When I'm doing a workings, because um, it's about as fast getting any action out of them. Um, anyway, <clears throat> shuts yeah. fire. So anyway, yeah, CPW has um, now been closed down by the government. <laughs> <laughs> the views of CPW do not necessarily represent yeah. PBNH NPR or <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, it's been a, certainly been a yeah, yeah, no, it's certainly been a, a, a crap year. I think we can safely call it that now. Um, especially with 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 knowing knowing kind of some of the plans that were were in in the pipeline for this year. Um, I remember speaking to a few people at the beginning of the year, feeling really really optimistic because we'd gotten through that first lot of COVID. Um, numbers in the country were back to normal. Um, and a lot of promotions, whether they've been Auckland or all over the country, had a whole bunch of really, really cool plans. 
that a lot of them would have actually put New Zealand more on the map for, for wrestling. Um, and of course, not going to give away any secrets here, but there was some pretty cool stuff, um, which unfortunately yeah, they'll probably all still happen, but they've just been put on the back burners for a bit. There's just this massive cliffhanger that's just just hovering like a storm yeah. cloud waiting just to throw some lightning at New Zealand. Yeah. So the only question it really, really needs to ask is how in control is really control? Because basically, you know, they haven't been able to do any shows since since, since they took over the place. So, but they've had all this time really to in control. So once things start back it's up. So has Charlie Roberts and all the other guys. All the good guys have had time to prepare as well. So will the first show back of 2022, will it be the fall of control or the rise of control? So, yeah. Well, we don't know. Jake Sheehan could be doing deals behind the scenes that we don't know about. And 2022 oh, exactly. could be the year of stable warfare. It could be. It could be. Hashtag it could be that, space. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty cool idea. I might have to steal that one. <laughs> <laughs> Writing notes as we speak. <laughs> I might I might promote you to management. Oh, sorry, hang on. I did that, didn't I? <laughs> What's the next step above general manager? Um, I don't know, because generally they got to general manager status and then got fired. But then they got a triumphant return about two, three years later. So, yeah. Uh, raw spoiler, Eric Bischoff showed up on Raw today. Did he? Uh, Ooh. I, I, actually watched, I actually watched SmackDown this week. The Christmas special? Yeah. Yes, that is probably the first time I've actually watched a start-to-finish WWE program in over a year. And apart from the obvious questions like, what the hell's Abby Corbin wearing? <laughs> um, and who the hell's the guy with him? Yes. Followed closely by who's the, you know, the guy with Shinsuke. But anyway, um, I, I, you know, when I found out there was a, you know, the, the street fight on, you know, what do they call it? The Miracle they, the 30, 34th Street Fight. 34th Street. Yep. Once I knew that was on there, I was like, cool. So, yeah, no, that was quite cool. I was quite wrecked by that. I've seen clips she- on Instagram. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, very, very cool. But, yeah. Um, I, I can't notice, no, I can't help but notice that a lot of similarities between that and the, sort of the, the CPW Tinsel Lights and Candy Canes match. Um, I think Vince has got his spies out or something like that because, yeah. I have no idea there, what you're talking about. It looks really familiar. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was good. So, I'll, I'll wait for four weeks until it's on the network. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the real world of wrestling, New Zealand. Yes. Uh, so on that note, what was your favorite show of 2021? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Didn't really have to think too long about that one. It was um, obviously the Fury with the Brewery, 
replacement that you need show. Um, I think it was a bloody awesome success. Um, it was one of those sort of out-of-the-box out type um, ideas, um, you know, which seems logical now in hindsight. Having, you know, professional wrestling in a bar with a live band, um, yeah, I think that was really, really awesome, you know. Um, over 200 people, you know, um, well, should we say 350 was reported on the online, but you know, let's, uh, let's be honest here, it was over 200 anyway. Um, just enjoying it, and I think probably the best part of that was a whole bunch of them, over half of them, weren't actual wrestling fans. Like, there were all these new faces that I saw, um, and I've seen some of those faces pop up at since. our two other shows that we've done since, you know, so, um, which is great. Um, I think the show itself went really, really fabulously. Um, we had a few hiccups beforehand. Um, it was a day of horrors. Um, the weather was not looking nice. looking back on it. No, weather wasn't nice. You turned up at the venue first thing in the morning and there's the police dive squad right behind the building pulling up a body. It's kind of a bit of a damper. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, the leaky building that um, setting off all the fire alarms and everything like that, which ended up getting us closed down for a while before the show even started. And then we went, didn't know if we were going to have the show, and then we finally got to do the show an hour late. And then it was still crap weather and nobody could get anywhere. Roads were closed all around Wellington, but we still sold out the place. Um, it was still packed, which was great. Um so pretty much Mother Nature and the, the world threw everything at us. Um, and we, and we still, still managed to pull it off. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that would be my personal favourite. Uh, what, what, what are your one? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, remembering that this is a year of two halves, uh, for the first time I got to go to a PWE event. Which I was quite excited. Way by. back then, yep. Way back then, yeah. Yep. Uh, an unfortunate night for uh, for yourself in the tag match. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, I had a new tag team partner. You know, it was a bit of a language barrier. Um, and and of course, we were facing the divine know, light. The divine light. So you know, hey, odds weren't in our favour, but no, it was, uh, it was a fun experience. I got to do a bit of. Graps with old uh, Saint Finn, which is uh, always entertaining. Um, I think that guy needs to buy himself a bus ticket and come down to Wellington more often. I think. Um, yeah, get amongst it. Uh, it was a cool one up there, though. You, me, and um, of course the the boss the, lady, the, the, the boss lady herself, the the head of. Uh, Video and graphics. Um, yeah, Chief operating to... officer. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the boss lady is yeah. good enough. Yeah, Paris, all, all showing up in the CPW mobile. No, it was good. It was a good trip. That's right, because it actually had the CPW logo on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yep. Uh, also got to go to a few heathen combat shows. Never heard of them. Uh, Hamilton-based promotion. There's a Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Uh, I might have an axe to grind with those people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, no, even shows were good too. Yep, I'll give them that. 
And I even got to go to my first unified shows for like the first time ever, which excited me. Going down to Christchurch. Yep, yeah, my third of them. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. fr- from a CPW perspective, my favorite was the Panhead show because uh, that was the last one before the knee surgery. So, um, and then kind of be involved, slash kind of spectating. Uh, I, I did quite enjoy WrestleMania. That was that was an awesome, mm. an awesome evening. Got to yeah, give no, Ray his like first really, belt. Yeah, yeah. Any special moments? Yeah, no, it looked like a really, really awesome show. And as you know, um, love unified the bits. Um, it's my second promotion. Um, so yeah, I was a bit gutted. I didn't uh, wasn't at, at that show, but you know, hey. You can only afford the superheroes booking fee every once in a while, not every show. You've got to share the love around, you know. There's always next year. They can buy, you know, they can pay 10 rookies what they pay me, so, you know. Um, Sharing the love. Sharing the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, all jokes aside, no, just couldn't make it down due to family commitments, but, yeah. It's probably the first one of the year that I did miss. Which, <laughs> but I would have loved to have been there to, to share and raise moment. Beating I'll just be there for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be there for his next title win. Yeah. Gun cabinet for unified tag champs? Yeah. Well, if I was the general manager of unified, I'd make that happen. (coughs) Rusty Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Who? But, you know, notice, notice that as soon as the gun cabinet officially formed, the mega powers took off. Just saying. That is interesting. Just saying. Yeah. Hmm? Oh. Running scared. Yeah. Just as GM, just banking that one in the, in the corner pocket for for yeah. a later date. Yeah. Yeah. Just this is an observation, by the way. Not not trying to make any you know stories up or anything here. Don't want mm-hmm. to start any rumors. What is it? Uh, rumor and speculation. Rumor and in, in in innuendo. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, man. Uh, here's a hard one. Top three okay. to five matches of the year. The first three to five matches of any CBW show. No, just kidding. Um, well, yeah, top of the show. Top of the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same plug, you know, yeah. You know, no, the first three, man. The last one's crap. Sorry about those. Let's just watch the first ones. Nobody stays for the main event. Ooh. Yeah. That's why you've got to give them the belt, you know. Yeah, put the belt on last just because, you know, you got to have something because there's no crowd. They'll bugger off after the first match. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, okay. Um, I'll probably say the the – Probably the Panhead Rumble was one of one of my favourites. Um, like I've, I've said before on our podcast, um, on paper that that match shouldn't have been as good as it was. Um, but every single person in that Rumble all bought their A game, and they all worked together. And it was and basically a match, a Royal Rumble match, which is generally the big cluster F. And nobody wants to do, you know, they're just like terrible. Um, everybody actually went in and they all 
yeah, it just it just worked beautifully. Everybody had their time to shine. Everybody, you know, had their moment. It was great. Um, so yeah, that that's got to be one that impressed me because it showcased the relatively inexperienced guys that were in the ring. If they can put on a match like that now, well, what are they going to do in three to four years' time? The future looks um, great. Yeah, yeah, and they don't always get that opportunity. The 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 to the rookies, the newer guys, you know. Um, so yeah, no, this, that was yeah one of my personal favourite. Um, of course, it would be remiss not to mention Liam versus uh, Liam Erickson versus um, Sir Mister Burns at Christmas Comeback. Um, the ring track is back from the panel beaters, <laughs> um, sending the bill to both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that at the next show. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So, um, any, any time that you can have that type of, uh, a matchup and then finish it outside and basically, which is almost a storm on top of a truck won by a big Viking. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive actually. Vikings in the storm. Um, yeah. 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 Um, it was um, that was a really really cool match. Um, I was hoping to have it all edited, and I was going to drop it for a freebie for Christmas. Um, but it's still in the works, so we will do that at some stage. Might just be a New Year's bonus. Um, so watch our Facebook page for that. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was a really cool one. Um, probably an, another one was um, having Slade Mercer and H Flame team up as the KPW alumni. Yeah, facing Chuck State. Um, I thought that was a really, really cool one. Um, both as a promoter and as a as a fan of KPW, um, seeing them back and and to win the titles was even better. Um, we'll we'll pretend the end of the night didn't happen. Um, for the moral of the story, mm-hmm. um, but that was really cool. And I think um, I think just overall having Slade Mercer in the locker room for the last year or so, you know, um, was really, really an awesome opportunity. Um, that guy is absolutely amazing. Um, so is H-Flame. Um, so I'm hoping he's going to come back in 2022. Um, but, yeah, no, that's got to be one of my my favourites that I've seen. Um, I can't wait and for Slade to come back so we can show him the rest of the locker room at the Apuni Community Hall. Oh, yeah, one that will actually fit in. Yeah. Sorry, that's, breaking, that's you know, breaking the fourth wall. But, yeah, that's the first time uh, that I've ever seen that back section ever opened up in the last well, it, three years. of. It used to be a toy library. So, mm. yeah, there were no toys in it. I was disappointed. Mm. Yeah, but anyway. Um, but personally, a couple of, couple of matches that I thought were really, really good. Obviously, my one with Lance Havoc um, when I won the Aftershock title. Um that man is probably one of the most unbelievably underrated and amazing talents in New Zealand. Um, I do not know why he is not headlining everywhere um, because he is that damn good. Um, he is, yeah, an asshole in the ring, but a very nice guy out of the ring um, and and has improved immensely. Um, he's obviously been doing this stuff for Warrior and – during the COVID, he has packed on the beef. Um, 
cyber data is surgically had like an average person's thigh muscles inserted into his arms because they've got huge beef coat. Um, yeah, you know, so my, that match with him, for obvious reasons, obviously winning the title off him. Um, that was that was a really really cool match, and then. Um, Surprisingly enough, when I lost the title to, to um, Stuart Druid, not because I lost the title, not because um, that there, but I know you can't see it because of his mask, but getting to give him, give him his title afterwards and the good old brother hug and everything like that, um, you knew that meant the world to him. So, hey, I'm, I'm gracious in defeat, and, and he was the better person or two people on the night. Um, but yeah, just to, to have Stuart have that moment was, was really, really cool. I think so. Yeah. They're probably my favorite matches. I'd say. What about you? Uh, Undertaker. Hmm? And um, yeah. what do you think of the Undertaker's WrestleMania moment? And on that note, we're going to go to a quick break here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. But when we return, we will continue looking back at 2021. Stay tuned. Of course, that's if I'm allowed back. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Tereo Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. Uh, this is the voice of reason, Sammy G, still all alone in the NPR studio. Uh, Ray Gunn is not here, uh, but I am joined by Mr. CPW. Uh, he is, of course, the, well, I feel bad for saying this, but, you know, the, the former Aftershock heavyweight champion. Uh, and a member of the gun cabinet, Mr. JK47. You, you don't need to apologize. You don't need to feel bad um, just because I'm the former Aftershock heavyweight champion doesn't mean I'm not the next insert another championship here. So That's true. Always looking forward. One, yeah. But one thing I do have to apologize for, you know, and the lawyers have been on the phone over the break. I'm sorry for any, you know, Defamation of the Undertaker, I may have said in the previous half of the show, um, and that's all the time we have for PB. <laughs> no, I, I did not take but it personally. Seriously, seriously, Mister G, sir, what was what was you know, just a few of your favourite matches that you saw or you know, know about in two thousand and twenty-one? Yeah, uh, as we said in the first half of the show, just how. This year just felt like a year of two halves. Can't say that one enough just because of, like, the break between shows. Uh, the last show that I remember seeing was the Panhead show. Uh, so, and as we get further away from that, there's that kind of, like, fuzzy wall of fog mm. that kind of starts pushing things further and further away. So the fact that I remembered the PWE show is, is you know, a good sign. Mm. Uh so the the ones that stand out in my head were uh, again from the Panhead show, uh, the ladder match, the main event. Mm. That, that was, was good. That was good. That was fun, and just the the build up to that throughout the night, uh, getting to introduce Charlie Roberts as the wild card. Oh yeah. We, we haven't quite reached it to bromance level yet, but but I, I think if, oh, yeah. I, I can work on that in twenty twenty two. 
Trust me, with Charlie Roberts, when you get to that level, you'll know. You'll know. Uh, The other match from Panhead was the tag team table match. Uh, Oh, yeah. Church and State against uh, Bad Bromance. Yep. Tim taking a beautiful 3D through a table. Yeah. As only Tim could. Hmm. Speaking of tables, just throwing this back to Christmas chaos, Raygun's super kick is so powerful it put Tim Warren through yes. the table. Yeah, exactly. So I've just something that I'm going to avoid in the future if I ever have to face Ray, just avoid the super kick. Hmm. Mm, yes. Ah, oh, hey, these things. These things happen when you in the heat of battle. Um. Remember, you remember the year that. Big Show um, just got the belt. It was, who was he fighting? Someone little. And the table was set up beside the ring apron. And they were doing the old Big Show was on the outside on the apron getting punched. Well, is he going to fall back? Is he going to fall back? Is he going to fall back? And he just put his foot, like, it looked like he didn't even touch the table. Just sort of hovered above the table. And the <laughs> table just went, nah, enough of this. <laughs> Um, yeah, packed these, its crap and went home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah. but um, just feel free to keep, complete keep rubbing that in both Tim and and Ray's faces for nah, all of eternity. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that moment is just yeah. etched into my brain yeah. now. Yeah. Or the best the other the other one was was um, when you go to power bomb someone on thumbtacks. And power them past, power, and actually power bomb them past so, the thumbtacks. And so much down power. On them. Yeah. 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 Get them stuck in your butt and none of the opponent. Yep. 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 Uh, another top match for me was Niwa versus K9 from uh, the Southern Stampede. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they, it was yeah, two big boys here. Um, and one sizably bigger than the other, but. Uh, Neither yeah. one of them wanting to give up. Like, it was just bam, oh, no. so hard-hitting. Yeah. So, yeah, shout-out to those boys. Uh, and just as, as a side thing, I'm pretty sure that was the night that I was ring announcer for uh, Unified, just saying. Yeah. Didn't notice. Huh. <laughs> oh. You know who did notice? The fans. And they told Rusty, and uh, Rusty won't stop going on about it. Anyway. Which also ties into to WrestleMiss being a special one for me, because just being behind the curtain and hearing the crowd. I'm not even a wrestler, and just, yeah, the crowd was yeah. still. Oh, it's 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 a hell of a drug. Um, it's very addicting. Um, having that crowd tear you or boo you or whatever you, you know, whatever you, what floats your boat. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah, there's something something amazing about it. Um, so, just having that moment of so this is what the rock feels like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying I'm the next Dwayne Johnston because I retired from acting. Yeah, but if I did keep acting, then yeah, then watch out, Dwayne, coming from yeah. Hollywood, yeah. Uh, yeah, so those uh, were the were the matches that kind of stood out for me in my 
I want to say Wrestler Brain. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, just because just you're not an in-ring performer doesn't mean you can't have a Wrestler's Brain. This is why I write things down because I'm like, <laughs> uh, who was your best rookie for the year? Hmm, best best rookie. Well, it's again, it's a really really hard one because <laughs> having so few shows, so it's sort of normally you know the rookie is of that year, you know. Um, but you can't really do that with 2021, you know. It's, so you sort of got a 2020, and they sort of become sort of just one year. Almost. I wanted to refer to it as like 2020 part one and 2020 part two. Like, yeah. it's just one broken but somehow continuous year of, yeah. Yeah, but um, there's been there's been a lot. Um, that I've seen sort of come through, you know, notable mentions are sort of, um, you know, that Reese Gibson from Unified. Um, he's brilliant. Um, the fans absolutely love him. Um, Elliot Samuels. Um, oh, I love that guy a bit. Um, he is absolutely sensational. Um, he, I think they'll do really well. Um, and then I can't, you know, you've got, there's, there's been a few of them coming out of the IPW in Napier. Um, uh, God, his name escapes me. Devante? Teams of Tane. Yeah, Devante, he actually, for his first official match, um, was you know, quite unbelievable. Like, as you watch a bat going, Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so that's a uh, tip of the hat to obviously the training he's been given and, and his, his own abilities um but for rookies probably the the wrong term i guess but you know up and comer i guess you know new newbie um sort of thing i definitely have to say ryan zero um the zero boy he has no bias whatsoever (laughs) no well i just fall in love with the kid um he to see him be sort of like the shy, awkward Ryan Zero that did that little walk to the ring and carried the sign when he first started, which I absolutely loved. I, I remember telling him after the first first time I ever saw him doing that, going, that is how you walk now forever. That is your Vince McMahon strut. That is, you need to do that. Because um, yeah. the crowd absolutely loved it. Um, I was there with Charlie Roberts and James Shaw, and they said the exact same thing. And then there's two bigger names in New Zealand which you don't get. And for them to go, oh, my God, I love that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but to see him sort of almost just grow and morph into what the, the Ryan's areas have got now, he's a lot more confident. Um, he's a lot more more sure of his character. Um, and the, the Ryan behind Ryan Zero is um i hope he doesn't mind me saying this he's never been the most confident person and i've actually seen that confidence rubbing off on the person behind the character um which is really really cool because he's a fantastic guy i absolutely love him the bits um and and yeah so he would have to be my 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 pick and yeah 
you know, it, it's, it, it may be a little bit biased, but uh, it's my opinion. So, yeah, I think he, Ryan Ferro would be the first person to say that if you don't agree with that, well, suck it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and you'd probably take a stunner for it too. Yeah. But wasn't that stunner at Panhead so sweet on oh, Harry Williams? So good. So good. That's still a moment that gets talked about. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, yeah. How about you? Anybody stand out in, in the, the eyes of our illustrious general manager? Uh, I'm going to do a, a quick side tangent. And because I know he kind of like hates how much of a thing that that stun has become. But. If you look at it through the McFoley lens, like McFoley hated the fact that people keep bringing up Hell in a Cell and how he got thrown off. Mm-hmm. And then one day he had that epiphany, like, no, that's that's my immortal moment. Like, that cemented me now. Yep. And so I I know comparing Ryan Zero to McFoley is, is freaking leagues apart. Uh-huh. Have you seen Ryan Zero lately? There was a point in, in our match at Christmas comeback that I looked over and no crap, I saw Cactus Jack. <laughs> he stopped the man butt. He had the little Ryan Zero beard and his gear. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm teaming with Cactus Jack. Cool. <laughs> and then he wrestles like him. <laughs> so, this is great. Yeah. So it's not that much of a stretch. Shout outs to the Zero Boy. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Cactus. Yeah. Oh, of course. He's yeah. listening. Hey, Mick. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. Super impressed with Devontae and his debut match uh, with Tane. Uh, The guy that I love to hate, Harry freaking Williams. He's just, oh, how good is he? He is, yeah, he is really good too. Because um, let's not forget, he started as a ref for CPW. Yes, he did. And, like, he already had the crowd behind him. So then when he transitioned into becoming a wrestler, he's just got that cocky, arrogant, I want to punch him in the face so bad, but... Mm-hmm. Imagine being the promoter that's went, oh, I don't know if you, I really got it to be a wrestler. <laughs> that's right. I, I wanted him to say I was a ref for a bit. And then I met Harry Williams. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I want to so watch you get your ass kicked. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But. No, he's, yeah. I yeah. Definitely to- agree with that. Bias being a River City <laughs> boy myself. Ben Manor. He's your he's your rookie and upcomer for the year. I uh, he's my breakout star, I think. Breakout star, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Big things in that guy's future if he, oh, if yeah. he just commits. Just, just, yeah. just keeps at it. He'll get there. He'll yeah. he'll he'll be a champ for sure. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. Hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. I think yeah, no. 
I've, like I've, saying, I've said it all along. Um, the talent that comes out of River City um, and now out of IPW and Napier um, is by far some of the best that I've seen. And, and you, you, all you've got to do is look at a CBW card to realise that, you know. Um, but these guys are actually really, really great. Um, you know, you've got guys like Ray, guys like Ryan, Harry, Tim. Um, uh, what's that guy's name, the ref? Oh, I never remember his name anyway. Uh, no, one will rem- no one will remember. He's a ref, you know. C4 Jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's just... Yeah, he's irrelevant anyway. I just just kidding, Ruben. Love you to bits. But all those guys, and you know, you got to remember that's where the Sons of Odin came from. That's where you know we got Liam Erickson, who then went on to the IPW in, in Napier. Um, you got the Nats from Napier and Devante, and 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 please forgive me, guys. I am terrible with names, but there was a couple of couple of the other ones that came down for the Panhead show and stuff like that. The not only their in-ring ability, but their their ethics at the show. Um, they always come over to shake your hand. They always ask if there's anything they can do. They're always the first people to get in there and, and unpack the ring and, and then help set things up and stuff like that. It's exactly what you want out of wrestlers. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I think they've done amazing things. One other honourable mention have, uh, for... Uh, uh, big production crew that goes in and sets everything up. Like we're doing this all ourselves for the love. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and it's just, yeah, it means, means the world to, to me as a promoter to see guys like that. And for me to be able to give them an opportunity to do what they want to do. So it works out well for both. But, um, I also want to give another honorable mention because I kind of forgot this one, but how good is minor hazard? Oh, mm. he was the head of elf and safety for Sander. That's how good he was. He got killed by Lance Havoc, but you know, hopefully, the traction will be—he'll be out of traction come the next show, and he'll be able to attend. But yeah, he got gold mine. So yeah, he's another breakout star. I reckon it's a huge potential out of minor hazard. Yeah. Big Coming your way soon, I reckon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Send fruit basket to minor hazard. <laughs> just just write um, my GM's just, notes. If you and a blender. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hard to swallow after a Michinoku yeah. driver. Yeah. I don't know if he's um, on solids anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Protein yeah. shake. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, no, I was just I think I think I think that's the other disappointing thing about the whole COVID situation is not being able to get around the other promotions because what I did on my weekends off, you know, I, I tried to get to as many wrestling shows as I could, meet as many wrestling people as I could, new guys and stuff like that. Um, you know, without without COVID happening and stuff like that, how good would you know, guys like um, Phoenix Talion being now, you know, JT Hollow, um, you know, Dorian Weber from um, Hughes, Hughes yep. Academy. I think he's still under, I think he's still undefeated. All these guys that 
they never got the benefit of a really good run, you know, a, a stop-start thing, and not being able to get to see them, that's not being able to see them evolve and stuff like that is, is probably the hardest part for the whole COVID thing because, man, I, I feel out of touch with everybody up there, you know, um, because there were no shows, a lot of people, well, most people, put wrestling on the shelf for a little bit because we couldn't do anything with it. We couldn't go to training. We couldn't do shows. So they went on with the rest, with the other parts of their lives. And 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 then it was that was the cool part about when you came back to a show was you got to reconnect with everyone. It was great. But you know We still haven't had that with the Auckland crowd yet, yeah. No, no, but with an average year you, you couldn't go two weeks without a show being somewhere and you'd know somebody on that show. And and then so you know, you'd be wishing them luck for their match or whatever or checking into them on the Sunday. How did it go? How'd you you know? How'd your match go? You know, send me some footage or something like that. You know, um, none of that. It was just really bizarre. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get back on track soon. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun one that we had. Uh, most impactful wrestler. I can think of three off the top of my head. No, I'm going to have to say Lance Havoc onto um, Minor Hazard. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was. I don't know if I like. I don't know if it's because mine has it so small, but that looked incredibly vicious. <laughs> he did not hold back. That was like crunch. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, impactful. Okay, like we we talked about this off here, and it comes down to the uh, the interpretation of impactful. No, um. At first, um, when our you know behind the scenes producers sent us the list, this list for us to consider for the show, um, I was thinking, well, okay, you've got to go sort of like a Liam Erickson. Um, he's been very impactful on on CBW this year. You know, he he carved his way through Redacted, got himself a title shot, knocked back by COVID, got another title shot, finally won the title, got smacked in the face by COVID again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, Liam Erickson is probably, probably not and under that definition of impactful. Um, but you put up some really, really good points too with the guys that you were talking about being impactful. Um, yeah, hey, not Stuart, yeah, rather impactful in my career, my, my, my year. So, um, because if not Stuart yeah. didn't interfere in that match, Stuart may not have won the Aftershock Heavyweight Championship. No, prob- probably not. He was injured. He's just been a nice guy. But anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I'd have to say, I'd have to, I'd have to say Liam Erickson for me. Um, no, gee, you probably, probably, you could probably put a, a Harry Williams in there as well because he seems to, he's always seems to be involved in something. Um. I'm trying to avoid the obvious the fact know, that elephant he... in the room. <laughs> the, 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 uh, when I say elephant, um, I shouldn't really say that because he's lost a hell of a lot of weight, but the redacted guys, because, yeah, they just redacted. But anyway, but, yeah, I've probably stolen all your ones now because the previous conversation we've had. 
But um, uh, another one popped into mind, and uh, I have good reason for this. Most impactful wrestler of 2021, James freaking Shaw. And my reason for this is because, uh, again, thinking back to that PWE show, he just asked the Divine Light for the tag team, PWE tag team <clears throat> titles, and he got them. And then to add another feather into that cap, uh, he's now a unified tag team champion without even being in the building. Well, he he won that while still in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me somebody else in the world that's done that. Is now a so tag team yeah, champion without even being in the building. But then you, you also you also think about, you know, the whole church and state movement. You know, um, I don't know what it is up in Auckland. They seem to have these, like, really up themselves religious nuts that sort of uh, think they can take over everything. Um, Something in the water. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it must be. It must be. Um, but it works, you know. He, he, he convinced, you know, I don't know it was the end of last year, but he convinced, um, I think it was the end of last year, when he, when he got the um, – Divine Hired Muscle and, and Tim Warren. Um, and then, boom, suddenly Church and State becomes a thing. He teams up with Sir Mr. Burns, which is a genius idea because both of them are just phenomenal as they Super are. Group. Yeah, and you look at what they've done in IPW, you know. Um, <laughs> they're unstoppable. You know, they bet Mung Lunch, all of them. Literally. Dog pile. Because it took all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just, yeah. Uh, James Shaw is uh, phenomenal in, the, in his, just everything he does. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, and please go and check it out. Um, the, oh, what is here? The Silly Buggers podcast. Um, they're on Facebook. Um, I saw it on YouTube. I saw a um, thumbnail of like three guys sitting in a hot tub. Obviously, yeah, yes. one of them was James. Yep. Yep, it was James Shaw, Spencer Southam, who um, used to be expensive Kyle. Yep. Um, shout out to Rosie. And our IPW original, Joe Morrell. Um, really, really... It reminded me of when you, me, and some guy called Mr. Ray Gunn get in a room together. If, if all three of us sat in a hot tub together, <laughs> that's pretty much the content you'd get. Um, so it was actually really, really cool. But, yeah, so I'd have to say, yep, um, check their podcast out. Um, and and definitely, yeah, James Shaw was a very impactful player. Um, but, yeah. But I think we do actually have to say, have to give Redacted a bit of bit of props here as well. They continue to be very impactful. Um, very consistent in their thing. Um, old uh, Widamu Cutting. He's um, been, but, um, been a bit quiet since losing to Liam Erickson. Um, I was half expecting him to turn up at Christmas comeback. Um, but Hey, you know, I don't think we'll ever see the last of him. Um, 
Brian, well, he's never quite. Um, and as the um, Panhead champion. And as the Panhead champion, yep. He won't let us forget that one. Um, yeah, you can't discount this disgrace as well. Um, that was probably another big shock for the year. Um, was Landing joining the redacted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, after going from sort of one end of the spectrum to the other, um, from grace lightning to disgrace. Um, and she still was probably one of the most, well, one of the ones I rate the most in women's wrestling in New Zealand. I feel really, really bad for her and the other girls because there's just not enough of them. Um, we need a hell of a lot more girls to wrestle. And when I say girls, I mean ladies. I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. Um, but, yeah, we just we just need to build that scene because you've got phenomenal talent. We've, like her, you've got Frankie Quinn, you've got Candy Lee, you've got Brittany, you know. Sister Olivia. Um, I'm, I'm, Sister, Sister Olivia, man, if she ever came back, it would be amazing. Um, yeah. I want to see her and James feud. I reckon that would be cool. Ooh. <laughs> she could be, yeah, she could be like like the the dark angel of goodness to to counteract the divine light. I think she could do it. Um, but yeah, um, you've even got um, what's her name? Um, I know her real name, and I'm trying not to say it. Uh, Victoria Ryan, you know, um, she started off the year well. Um, but like everybody else, just couldn't go any further. Um, she is got also such an amazing on the uh, New Zealand Professional Wrestling's top fifty rankings. Hey. Congratulations for her. She um, little fun fact about her: got her start with CBW. Um, yeah, probably. See what is it? What was the talk with Tori? She used to do the um, talk with Tori segment thing yep. with us. Yeah, yeah, um, and and started training with us as well, which was quite good. Um, but yeah, but like I say, you've got people like people like Disgrace um, and and Brittany and stuff like that that they really just need to seem to be pushed. We we need to grow it somehow um, because they would be a hell of a lot more impactful. You know, look at what Brittany did when she went to Evans. She bit the bejeebas out of Saint Finn. Um, that was awesome. And, then, and don't forget what she said at the end of the night. She was coming for the one above all title. Nothing stipulates that it was a man's belt. Yeah. Um, and hey, if that's what she's got to do to get um, a, a match, then that's what she needs to do. So, but yeah, a lot, a lot of impactful pe- players. Um, it's just, yeah, COVID has just ruined everybody's mojo and everybody's flow. So. Bring on 2022 so we can get back into it and everyone can be reminded about it. Because there's going to be those wrestlers that walk out and you go, oh, shit, it's right. Him. He did that. And, you know, yeah. So. 2022. Hmm. Which is just three days away, I'd like to point out. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, 2022, era of the gun cabinet. Yeah, the rise of Sammy G. 
I'm eyeing up Unified. Okay. Sounds like a Terminator movie. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Maybe I should do that next time I make an entrance at Unified. I'll just come out to the Terminator theme. Dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, we are quickly running out of time here on PB&H. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned very briefly just before, the New Zealand Professional Wrestling are currently counting down the top 50 wrestlers of 2021. Uh, so go and check that out on Facebook. Uh, also, the New Zealand See, Pro Wrestling you're Informer. Unbi- hmm? You're unbiased. There you are. You're, you're arch enemy. You're, you, yeah. My nemesis. The- you're your nemesis, Rusty Blade. Still- yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're Jerry to your Tom. Um, the Newman to my Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Newman. Um, That's a Seinfeld reference. Your 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 to your Homer. Um, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Damn that sexy Flanders. Um, <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, um, as, as a lot of people know that I actually have a bit to do with that page as well. Um, and I can tell you there's some pretty cool ones coming up. Um, I've seen them. Um, can't believe I made number one again this year, but (laughs) spoiler, sorry about that. It's, can you just rewind that bit out? Totally unbiased. Yeah. 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 But really, could you imagine like the gun cabinet, one, two and three? That was just unbelievable. It was like, I didn't believe that could happen, but it did. Yeah. Just my prediction. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be watching. Uh, as of this recording, they're currently up to number 30. So uh, another 29 to go. Uh, and also on the subject of end of year things, the New Zealand Pro Wrestling Informer, uh, nzpwi.co.nz, has got their People's Choice Awards. Uh, so you can go and vote on those. And I'm 90% sure there is also a prize. Mm-hmm. Massive WWE prize pack. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've already completed my form. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I put Professor Palmer as best GM because I didn't want to be torn between you and Rusty. Could have been David Dunn from SPW slash IPW. I could have been. I could have. I could have. I don't think there was a question, but you know, if it had, I would have really, really. I probably would have chosen David Dunn to be honest. He's a lot more professional than I am. I get it. Uh, so yeah, the uh, voting closes for that seven PM Friday, December thirty first. So if you're listening to the show on Saturday, the first of January, you are now too late to vote on the New Zealand PWI People's Choice Awards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you're really early for next year's one. So always look at the positives, Sammy. <laughs> That's true. Just keep refreshing till the new one comes up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope you have an awesome New Year's, Jay. Thank you for, for joining us on the show. Oh, no, no, no. It's my pleasure as always. And, and you know, I have a lot planned for New Year's. I'm installing a kitchen. So, yeah. I'm moving Hopefully house, it'll be so. finished. <laughs> I might actually just put in a bottle opener just so I can open a beer for Christmas. I don't know yet. E. Yeah, but no, no, it has been it has been a great year. With regardless of everything that's happened, um, I think mean, there's um, I think there was the other downer about COVID is that we were on a nice little roll here with PB and H. 
And then we came back and we got a little bit derailed, a little bit sidetracked. So let's let's make 2022 a the year of PBNH as well. And 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 we'll get some. We'll keep the lighthearted banter going, but let's get some more serious serious in-depth analysis conversations going. Yeah, yeah, and more podcast podcast extras. If I can ever say the word podcast extra, three times fast. That's all. Yeah, yeah. And we do have some guests lined up already for next year. Uh, not going to spoil anything. But yes, thank you to our listeners for listening to us this year. Uh, there was a little bit of a gap from August to December, but we're back. We're back. And I just want to say thank you to Men of Two People's Radio for letting us do it. Who the hell would give us microphones? I know, dangerous. Especially right. Hmm. And New Zealand on air for looking out for us as well. So. I reckon, I reckon I, 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 let, let's try one time this year. We'll try and do a live broadcast. Ooh. It'll be later on in the year because we'll have to sort of train Ray a bit. But, yeah. Do a live from a show one one time. Uh, if we do a show on a Tuesday, it might not work, but you know what I mean. I, I'm not scared by that thought at all. All right, I will, I will add that to my GM's notes. Uh, but, yes, if you do want to catch up on any of our previous episodes over the last few weeks, they are on uh, npr.nz forward slash show forward slash show. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so you can check us out there. Otherwise, we will be back in 2022. Stay tuned. Yeah. Pow, pow.